Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of the Next Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in. It's each and every week I bring out an episode of Somebody Talking About Their Ex. And this week is episode 45, and it features singer and songwriter Devin Tracy. Now, this episode is very special to me because it's one that I had in mind for a long, long time. And it's an episode that I manifested because ever since I was going through my breakup, it was Devin Tracy's music that I was listening to and relating to. And I was like, well, when I start this podcast, I got to have him as a guest. So I reached out to him and I asked him to be on the show. And he gave me the runaround for a long time. But I was determined. I was like, yo, I'm going to have this guy on my podcast. And when he left New York, I was like, damn, he moved to L.A. And I was like, oh, man, how am I going to do this? So when I took my trip to L.A., I reached out again. I was like, this is my last time reaching out to you. Can we get this episode done? Yes or no? Da 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 da. And he responded. It was like, I got you. Let's do it. And we scheduled a day and we got it done. And I'm so proud of this episode. It went exactly the way I wanted it to. And I only prepped the day before because I don't know. I just get this weird feeling that people are going to flake on me or they're going to come up with an excuse not to do it. So I was like, uh, let me not have my hopes so high. And I don't know. When he told me he was on his way, that's when I started prepping. I was like, oh, let me write these songs down. Let me do this. Da, 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 da. And I got it done. Full episode featuring Devin Tracy. I hope y'all enjoy it. Please follow the page at Views of NX on IG and go to viewsofnx.com. I have merch there and I'm also doing a giveaway based on this episode. So be on the lookout for that. Go put your email in as a subscriber and I will be sending out the giveaway uh, rules and everything. And also, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcast app, please rate and review the podcast. Give me some stars. If it's a one star, if it's a five star, just leave a rating. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Please leave some feedback on the IG or the email, viewsofnx at gmail.com, and I'll see y'all next Thursday. Thank you. I recently redyed my hair. I dyed it last night. I dyed it back again. to black. No, I did a purple. Let me see this. <laughs> I mean, it's messed up a little bit because I was gonna get a haircut today, but I may just cut my own hair myself. But it's like purple. It still looks black though. Yeah, but I see you, it. I see it. Put, when you get in the sunlight, oh man, you're gonna really see. Yeah, it. and plus I, I gotta it. I gotta wash it again. Yeah. Once I wash it, some of the purple is going to it's gonna fade a little bit, so gotcha. it's gonna actually be like purple. You yeah. Know? Like it's violet. And what inspired that? Um, uh, because I was tired of the blonde. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting to see that. I was like, you had all these new pictures of blonde hair. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still there. Everybody's expecting it. But the blonde hair that I had before, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little like, oh, I'm tired of looking at you. So I put it to like purple. It gives yeah, it yeah. like black, but it's also like. Violet. Yeah, that's dope. So, so you could do green like that. You could do yeah, I can, purple. I could do dye colors, my hair green. Blue, yeah, yeah. I could do blue. And then when I keep washing it, it's it's going to just come out. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm just dyeing my hair purple. And it's the blonde is still there. It's just yeah. black right now. That's good. That's good. Well, it's good to have you on the show. You know how many times I asked you to come on the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I understood. I know back in New York, um, 
Now, matter of fact, let me go back. I manifested this, right? Ooh, okay, so, okay. when I went through my breakup, it was your music that I discovered and I was just listening to. Oh, so, wow. at that time, you had about three songs, so two or three songs. Do you remember them? It was like, That's Not Us, um, Take Me. And Good Loving? Good. Was it Good Loving? Oh, Loving You. Loving You. Loving You, no. Loving You came after. It was another song before that. And then, like, Favorite Lover came out and then Loving You. Was it something to say? I don't remember. I just know you kept, it, it just kept going. You would drop songs and it was like, oh, this shit is related to me. This is related to what I'm going through. And it'd be little lines in the song. And I'd be like, damn, he said that? He must be going through that. Like, what would make him write that stuff? So I wrote you down as my number two guest of the show. And I reached out to you. And um, you've seen it left, it. left it there. Left it there for a while. So I used to have shows around the city. Mm-hmm. I used to always come to your shows. Um, I miss those. Like those are good. I know, especially I the one at the hotel. Those. That was good. The one in the hotel was incredible. That was very intimate, and I had brought a date. I was like, this is perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I manifested it. I was like, all right, he's not gonna say anything in the messages. I'm gonna go to one of his shows and ask him. So I went to the SNS bar one. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I seen you, and I was like, uh, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna ask him to be on my show in person, so he could see the face. I could tell him why I want him on the show. Blah, 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 blah. Got there. Security patted me down. And guess who comes through the door? Devin. So I was like, Devin, wait, hold on. And at that time, I don't know if he was going through something, but your face, it like you was depressed. Like you was just not there. Mm-hmm. You was there to perform, but you mentally probably wasn't there. Yeah, I wasn't really there. In New York? Uh, mentally, I was not there. <laughs> um, that was when I just got... Out of a relationship. Really? Yeah, my ex broke up with me, and then it was uh, it was very difficult because I was like, it's been a year now, so I feel a lot better here mm-hmm. in L.A. But, yeah, I wasn't. Everybody said that night I looked. Yo, it was. Yeah. I looked depressed, but it's like when you're going through that, especially with the anxiety of the show and everything that's going on in your life, you're not paying attention to how you actually look. Mm-hmm. And so... That night, I wasn't paying attention to how I looked. I was more so paying attention to like getting things done, getting in there, and then getting out. Because mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I just, I was like, I just need to sleep. Yeah. And so, I was busy that whole entire day too before the show. Like I had to go pick up, I had to go pick up a amp for the guitarist because he didn't have they didn't have like certain equipment for the yeah. my guitarist that was supposed to be playing for me that that evening, and um. I had to go right back to Guitar Center to deliver the speaker that I del- that I picked up that same day when they when I didn't need it. So I paid for an Uber to get there, and then I paid for an Uber to get yeah, back. It was just around. like a lot. So, but I I was doing that to keep myself busy. I didn't mind it. I was like, okay, just to get my mind off of mm-hmm. all the crap that was going on around in my life. So that night I was just like, just get it done. We're going to do this. And I wasn't like upset, like with anybody. I wasn't annoyed with anybody. I was just, it was just like a dragged face. It looked like my face was just dragged against the concrete (laughs) ground. You know, I was like, dang, I have a whole bunch of like rocks on my face. This is ridiculous. Man. But you you came through the door and I asked you, I was like, can you be on my show? This is what the show is about. But, um, I don't know how I introduced it that time, but I listed all your songs <clears throat> about like breakups. I was like, mm-hmm. you have a list of songs that's talking about breakups and heartbreaks and coming back to me and all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, it was, I was listing them. 
I think I forgot one song. You said it. He was like, you forgot. Da, 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 da. I was like, see, this is why I need you on my show. And we could talk about it. Da, 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 da. So fast forward, I kept asking you, kept asking you. You said you was going through something and you was working on your album. So I understood. So then my trip to LA is coming and I know you're out here. So I was like, all right, this is my last time. I'm tired of bugging you. <laughs> Can you mm-hmm. be on my show? And he was like, yeah, let's make it work. Thursday. Da, da, da. Mm-hmm. We here. Finally. Yeah, we're here. Yes. How was L.A. for you compared like, to New York? I like L.A. Uh, it's a lot slower here, especially now since because of the pa- pandemic. Uh, it's really, really slow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was already slow when I came here and uh, did a show at the Shrine with Selection. Um, but, yo, like, now it's, like, slowly. You actually feel L.A. But I love... The slowness, because in New York, it was just very fast paced. Everything was always on the go. I was always tired and I was always having an anxiety attack if I was late somewhere. But they always said that if you're you're late, you're early. If you're early, you're late. So I was just like, this is too much. It's too much. So, (laughs) So I legit was like, let me just go to L.A. so I can feel better and cleanse. Because I did. I was on tour with Simone. And our last stop on the tour was uh, here in L.A. And I decided to stay for a couple of extra days mm-hmm. and because I, I just love the energy here. And I love the vibe. I love the weather. I love the feeling. It reminded me of Florida with a mix of, like, New York. Like, it had the same, like, sun just beaming down in your face like Florida. Mm-hmm. But then the same amount of, like, uh, vibey energy as New York when it yeah, came yeah. to just being here. So it was it was really cool. Um, but I like it here. I love it here. It's it's uh made me even more patient. Uh like I've always I'm a patient person, but this actually helped me to understand patience. Like, gotcha. oh, this is what patience really mean. Okay. Like I'm patient, but when you're here in LA, you actually gotta be patient with everybody like driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, slow. Right. People people <laughs> here in LA, their driving is interesting. <laughs> they drive they drive as if like they're it's Sunday in a, every day. <laughs> yeah. Or they drive as if they're always in a hurry but they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like That's it's different. like what? Yeah. I'm like, okay. But all right, we're going to go that way. All right. But um, no, I love L.A. I love the vibe here. I love the energy here. Um, I just love it. And they always say, if you know how to make it in New York, you know how you to go make anywhere. it anywhere. Yeah, yeah that's, so. that's very true. And that's why I'm like, I, I was like, I can take on L.A. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's dope. Now, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Florida, Jacksonville, Florida. All right, all right. And you yeah. migrated to New York. So yeah. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. migrated to New York, then to L.A. Now, mm-hmm. with your music, right? Uh, did you grow up in the church singing? I grew up in the church, but I didn't grow up in the church singing a lot. I only, uh-huh. I'm well, not solos. I didn't do a lot of solos because I was very shy. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated my voice as a child growing up. Um, so I would sing in the choir, blend in, as I used to say, so no one can hear me, but I love to sing. So yeah. that was my way of like just singing. And when did and, you discover that your talent? When did I discover my talent? Um, I I discovered my talent when I was a toddler, actually. Like, I was like, oh, I can sing. Like, it just felt, when I discovered I can sing, I was probably, like, six or seven. And it felt like I had a brand new toy. 
Like I was like, oh, this is cool. Woke yeah. up every morning singing. Before I went to bed singing. I just used to sing. I used to be annoying, <laughs> but I I didn't I didn't know that it was something that it, it, I didn't know it would get me here. Yeah, so yeah. it was just I was just like, oh wow, like singing. Oh, this is so cool. Then I wanted to pursue it, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I want to pursue this shit. Like this is really great. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You made a name for yourself, but I don't think you carry yourself that way. I don't think like. When people see you, you like shocked that they know you, or they shut they shocked that uh, they know your songs and stuff like that. It still comes as a shock to you, because when I came to you, it was like, oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was a, it's a shock because it's like, um, like I I I look on social media, but I don't I train myself not to pay attention to the engagements as much because in the past it it had it used to bother me. Mm-hmm. It used to like get me depressed. It used to bother my mental, with mental health and stuff. Like I told myself, I said, Devin, don't look at you know the numbers. You don't. I mean, right. I do every so often, but I do it in a way to where if it's for like work or for a song or for like, hey, if I should do this, going this place or that place, you know. But some of my artist friends, they mm-hmm. look at numbers or they look at the amount of likes or they look at what it is. I don't do that anymore. Yeah. So, I don't either. I, so I don't pay attention to like how many people like like my shit. I just be like, oh, you listen to it. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's so dope. Uh, I don't want to force people to do anything. I don't tell people to do whatever that I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to be like, I'll be like, push the song. Like, keep pushing it. No, like, if you listen to it, listen yeah. to it. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you like what you hear, you're you're automatically going to tell someone else about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Word of mouth is. So, yeah. word, right. So. That's why I get surprised when I hear people or when they come to me and they play my stuff. Plus, I'm an awkward person, too. <laughs> I'm also really shy. Um, I may not come off as if I'm shy, but the shy Devin is still in there. Yeah. He's not here right now. He's asleep. But yeah. usually I'd be like, I'm like, oh, man, this, yeah. is, this is that's cool. Wow. So how, how do you when you're performing? Is that an alter ego? Because you, you're like, you're open on there. You, you be doing your thing. When, when you get into it, you be doing your thing on, on the stage. So how do you perform where there's a lot of people watching you, but you're shy when it's like a one-on-one? Or... Uh, I don't know. It's weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Like, when I, well, I've, I always, when I get on stage and I, and not to mention her name, but we're going to do it anyway. I remember looking at Beyonce when she was on MTV mm-hmm. and she was preparing for her award, for the awards when mm-hmm. she was singing Baby Boy. And then gotcha. she was coming down from the string. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was interviewed. And I remember her saying in the interview that, um, that she is a different person when she's on stage. And when she gets off, she's very like awkward or she's just like yeah. she's very like her she's so country she's just Beyonce <laughs> and, but when she said that when I learned that when she's on stage she legit transforms and it is like an alter ego mm-hmm. um, and for me I told myself when I remember looking at that I was like I want to do that I was like oh I want to do that and then as a, now that I'm older and I'm at this point in my life I'm like I really said I was going to do what I was going to yeah. do when I saw that video 
not realizing it, not realizing it, now I understand why she felt the way she felt when she was in that moment or when people mentioned it to her when they talked to her. Because sometimes Beyonce be on camera, she'll look a little awkward. She'll be like, Yeah. And then <laughs> she'll know what to do with herself. Right, she'll know what to do. But then she has people to help her. I, on the other hand, be by myself with that shit and just be sitting there like, Ooh, you like that? All right, great. <laughs> Great job. Okay. Ooh, this is so awkward. So, like, that's me. But, yeah, yeah, to answer your question with that whole sentence, all that whole paragraph. uh, Yeah, that's just... Beyonce? That, in a way, yeah, that that moment did. And um, I was like, I want to be a different person on stage. And then I was also tired of of being so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, Devin, just suck it up. You can sing. Just go on stage and just sing. And now, are you... I'm big on confidence. I think confidence, with confidence, you could do anything. Yeah. So are you most confident in your ability to sing? Yes, I am. You could just walk in the room and be like, yeah, I kill us. And Yeah, I also learned that yeah. from uh, Shaka Khan. Like, Shaka Khan, like, she smokes and she can just <laughs> walk into a room and sing. Yeah. And so, and she's always been like that. She don't, Sometimes she don't even practice. I mean, she practices, but every artist, every singer does. Mm-hmm. Every singer actually rehearses before they get on stage or do vocal warm-up. But this lady legit would hop on stage after smoking. And she's legit after smoking a cig. And she just walks on stage and she kills it, you know? Yeah. She just kills it. And she just sings. Like, she puts it out, gets on stage and sings. It's crazy. And I told myself... I want to do that too. So <laughs> I said, I want to be like that. I said, I don't smoke that, but I do want to get on stage yeah. and do yeah, the exact dope. same thing. So, all right, that's dope. We're going to get into why I have you here, right? All right. So, we're going to start with the first song I discovered you. It's what, Take Me. And you have a line in there, and I wrote it down. And it goes, you can sing it if you want, but. <laughs> And the time that I did love you, you said it was such fun. Well, my ex, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was we had this, we had in that two and a half years we had so much fun. Mm-hmm. So she would always say that, like, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, that was that. But now we're not there no more. Mm-hmm. So. When I that when I heard that line, I was like, "Damn, she just said this to me." What inspired this song for you? Uh, and what do you? And when you wrote that line, where did that come from? So on the song, "That's Not Us." That's oh my fault. It does say "That's Not Us." My fault. I said, "Take me." That's not us. It does say that. No, you're good. You're my good. bad. My bad. My bad. You're good. You're good. Take me as a. I got. <laughs> no, it's cool. <laughs> when you said "Take me," I was waiting. I was like. No, uh, uh, my I bad. Like, I got it mixed up. But that was a great. That was great because yeah. you tested me because I <laughs> usually forget my shit all the time. I'd be like, "Wait, what song is that?" Nah, it's yeah, cool. that's not us. So these um, are the first two songs I discovered. Yeah, yeah. So on that's not us. You know, so it wasn't for my last relationship, the one I that the one that was that just ended. It was mm-hmm. from the relationship before that. Like I just mm-hmm. moved to New York, and I was in a relationship, and you know we had so much fun with one another. And I didn't want it to end. And I remember me saying to myself, I was like, we had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this is probably going to end soon. So so when I is say- it, it was on your part? It was on my part. Things um, that the person was doing. Yeah. It was like, this is going to- Just It was just 
mentally I wasn't there. All right, all right. Mentally I wasn't in a place. Mentally I I just got there. So me trying to get into a relationship with someone is like what? Yeah, like what yeah. are you doing? Um, and then it just started to get toxic. So I just had to let it go. Um, but when I wrote "That's Not Us" was because of that, like the toxic things that we've done to one another. Uh, it it was just it was it was ridiculous. It just was mind blowing. I was like, what what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Uh, and that's when I wrote that's that relationship inspired. That's not us. And I was like, what we're doing right now is not us. Like mm-hmm. what we're going through, that's not what we were before. Right. Right. And so that's why I wrote That's Not Us. And that's how I took it, too, with that chorus. That's not us. We have so much fun, and now we angry at each other. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's not it. Yeah. But in the same song, like, all right, so with your music, it gives me a 90s feel. So with really? 90s music, yeah, they do a lot of begging. So you got, like, Jodeci, Q Sweat. They do oh, a lot yeah, of, well. So in this same song, you did some begging at the end. So I was like... <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Baby, baby, come back to me. What you say? What you say you do is you come back to me. Why you got me here? Come back to me. Come back to me. Come back to me. But I know... That's how I was feeling when I first broke up. So I was like, yo, come back. Like, you can make this work. We can make this work. Yeah. Like, what you say or do, it comes naturally. Like, everything... Like, you know when you break up with someone... And either it's your heart speaking or your mind speaking, like your yeah, the yeah, heart yeah. or the mind. Like they, the majority of the time, they don't miss when yeah. you're in love with someone. And so, with that ending part, it, it was inspired by '90s music. I'm glad you called it, <laughs> but it was just, just not just begging, but it's like my heart and my mind wasn't like mission with one another, like. Mm. It just was nothing was making sense. So like what you say or do, it should come naturally. Like you know what it is that you want to say, but you don't want to say it because you're either afraid or you just can't continue. Mm. You know, and that's what that was because it was just a whole bunch of confusion. And again, it was a little toxic. So it was just like, what do I do? Like, am I doing the right thing or am I not doing the right thing? Am I am I going to be okay without this person or am I not going to be okay? You know, yeah. So me, so me begging, and then also explaining like all the things that you used to say. It Mm -hmm. used to come naturally, and it should come natural now. But you don't want it to, right? Because you're either not happy, or something in your heart is telling you. Yeah. And again, something in your heart is telling you, I don't want to do this, but your mind is like maybe, or your mind is saying you shouldn't do that. So that part was like you questioning yourself in your head, like come back to me, but do I want you to? Yeah. All right, got you. Mm-hmm. All right. So when I heard it, I was like, yeah, I was begging. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was doing everything wrong. Now it's Take Me. Because I had that first. Mm-hmm. Take Me, you had a line. It's your second verse. Um, That was, uh, oh, man. That's Take Me, your second verse. It was, uh, oh, oh, I need you right now. I need you right now. Yeah. If I hit you up, please don't let me down, baby. We'll be going in, then we turn it out. Okay, so yeah, um, when I heard that, right? Uh-huh. My my ex was like my emergency 
person. Like some, if, I, if something happened to me, they'll call her, right? Yeah. So when I was in, when I was going down, I had like a family death and everything like that, but we was broken up. She was the person I would call. Mm. So I was like, when I heard this, if I hit you up, like it says, will you uh, please don't let me down? Like mm-hmm. pick up the phone call. Yeah. Please be there for me. That's how I took that. So when I was going through my little situation, mm. couldn't call her. She'll leave me on red. She'll leave the leave it there for like two days and respond three days later or whatever. Oh, yeah. That. That's like corny. It's so, like, you're just doing this. Then, then you question yourself. So that part where you say, am I doing too much? You question yourself like, damn, mm. am I doing too much? Am I bugging her? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so when I heard that, that's how I took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. You got it. All right, all right, like, right. You just read me. I'm over <laughs> here like, oh, wow. He got that. Yeah, that's that's what it was. You? Yeah. Like, like, am I doing too much? Yeah. Like the ending, I did, I wrote it like that to describe it's like almost like the completion it's almost like the it's like conclusion yeah yeah, yeah. of all the things i said in the beginning of the second verse the conclusion is am i doing too much like yeah. is this a lot you know like you're begging again yeah you're begging for the person <laughs> like i need you right now come on uh if i hit you up are you gonna pick up this yeah. time you know so it's like you're begging and my ex just do it on purpose you just yeah the freaking i know you carry your phone everywhere it's attached to you so right. you know what I mean you looking at my text and then ignore the it, yeah. right? So it's like, but then you, again, like you just say, you question yourself, like, am I doing too much? Like, yeah. is this is this overbearing? Is this something that's killing them on the right. inside? You know, my petty ass would have kept going. I was like, uh. And that inspired hello. that same relationship yeah. from before inspired the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you would go out there, put yourself out there. They would ignore you, or mm-hmm. you would do the. It well, was this was. So, all the songs that I'm going to tell you right now before we continue, all the songs, this is interesting too, the songs that I wrote, I wrote that I was in a five-year relationship, mm-hmm. and majority of those songs that I wrote were from that relationship. Mm. Um, except for That's Not Us. That's Not Us was about the previous one. Yeah. But after I wrote that, all the other songs were about um, All right. So if I name a song, just let me know if it's the five year relationship or prior. The what relationship? The if if it's the five year relationship. Oh, or the okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Got I'll do. All that. right. So that one was from the five year. Yeah. All right. Loving you. Five year. All right. So there's a line in there. Well, it's probably, I think it's your chorus. Loving you so hard. I just want to know. So that part, right? Loving mm-hmm. you so hard. It's like, why we have to clash? Why do we have to go mm-hmm. through this? That's where that comes from? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's not toxic, but some of the things that you do, they can be toxic. Mm-hmm. Like certain things that you say to one another. It's, it doesn't have to be physically abusive, but it can be mental abuse yeah. and yeah. verbal abuse. Yeah. And a lot of people who are in relationships, they give or they do like a lot of verbal abuse when mm-hmm. they're upset or they do a lot of mental abuse like uh manipulation or yep, yep. trying to like hurt you on purpose or just being petty um i wasn't the best boyfriend in the relationship but at the same time it's like we're all human mm-hmm. and we all go through certain things in our lives or certain our makeup or how we were raised the way we what we were taught from our parents like it carries over into 
you know, either a relationship, a mm-hmm. marriage or anything or a friendship. And so when I wrote that, what I just said, those are all the things that I thought about before writing this song. And, you know, we were both really petty. Mm-hmm. So I did something and I was like, fuck, I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. And then I wrote about it. So when I wrote Loving You, it's like, I just want to know why you mm-hmm. and I. So it isn't just me yeah, being yeah. petty. It's the both of us. Yeah, like yeah, we, yeah. we, Cause we you're, hurting, had, you're hurting each other. Yeah, we're hurting each other. Like everyone does that. And it's 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 a human thing. It's not the right thing to do, mm-hmm. but it's also human, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially if someone hurts you, like hurt people hurt people, yeah. which is like kind of crazy. But hurt people hurt people. And the both of us have been hurt before. So mm-hmm. we tried to hurt one another by being either being petty or just saying certain things. So that's kind of what loving you is about. That's why I named it loving love you. Because like this is me loving you. And this is what we're doing while we're in love. Got you. Was the double, you put two you, So you put loving you, you. Was that a... Loving you. So the two yous, it was just for an aesthetic purpose. All right, all right. I thought that meant like, something. <laughs> well, I I didn't like that to fit. So me and J-Rob have this, uh, who produced the song. Mm-hmm. Shout out to J-Rob. Uh, if you notice his, um, at the time when he was releasing music, mm-hmm. the way that he would do it, uh, he would double the words or yeah, put yeah, yeah, one letter yeah. or put them together. Yeah. So at the time when I was doing mine, you know, to fit the aesthetic that he was doing. Plus that I liked that. I wanted to do that anyway. I yeah. just went with what he was doing. And the U U, I think it's a couple of N's and then a U or two U's, one of those. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um I wrote it like that just to put you, because I did didn't want it to just be mm-hmm. you by yourself. It's the two of us. It's like you. So. And now I have to ask you, what is your favorite version of the song? Because you had like seven versions is it like seven all of them yeah there's seven all of them are my favorite don't say you gotta but have I, one I'm, i would say <laughs> i would say i actually have two all right all of them are incredible all right but the one that i go to is 92 colby that's the one yeah and then i like that's uh, my favorite one and then i like rio rio that's the one that's like it sounds way different it's like a party it's like type dance of, yeah, 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 yeah 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 i like that one too but yeah. 92 colby that's my favorite one yeah. I want to see, yeah, and the J the regular, the original one. Yeah, but the real one is good too. Yeah, the real one is really good. Yes, I think I, I think a lot of people like just the hip hop version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then how my voice is kind of um has how it's been like altered a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because they sampled you. Yeah, yeah, so it sounds really cool. Next song. Mm-hmm. All right, whether it's five year previous, heard you say. Um. That was five years. All right. So now this one, <laughs> this is crazy because you made a, a up-tempo song. Yeah. So you could be dancing, but you're singing, you're singing about pain. Yeah. In the dance record, right? <laughs> so you're, in the, you're on the dance floor. And like, you're, crying on, yeah. you're crying on the dance floor like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> so you just come right into it. Do you recall that night? You got, got, get me, get me. Oh, wait, yes. God. Come on, come on. I was like, do you recall that night? That you hurt me, babe. Said you're never coming back and never be the same. Said it's all my fault. Did I drive you insane? That's crazy, babe. That's crazy, baby. There is something up. Your kisses never feel the same. And there is something I 
<laughs> yeah, so that was also from a 90s uh, reference. Uh, at the time, I was listening to a lot of 90s music. So yeah. when I did that, um, it was... Uh, I might have to play a clip of these songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, podcast. if you want... So Heard You Say It is about a heartbreak on the dance floor. Heard You Say It was from an argument. It All was right. from an argument, and um, my ex called me crazy. Wow. And then I was like, no, you're crazy. And so <laughs> it was just like, that's crazy. I was like, that's crazy. We're both yeah. crazy. <laughs> so that's when I did that. But um, I wrote it based off of an argument that happened one night, and we were in the car, and we were just going at it. And, you know, I was very, I'm, I'm an emotional person. So when mm-hmm. I write, I write what I feel. So this beat came. And when I heard the beat, Rio actually produced this All right, one. yeah. And uh, he sent me the track. And I remember just, he sent it to me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so beautiful. I said, I want everybody all over the world to be dancing to the song. But I was like, <laughs> I, but I was like, but I want them to cry. That's crazy. <laughs> so I was like. Because so you. Like with me, right? I usually listen to records. I'm not paying attention what the lyrics are, but when you heartbroken, you pay. You hear everything. You hear, yeah. You hear everything. So I'm yeah. like, then he just come right in with it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So you you gotta do it. And yeah. I said, y'all gonna feel what I feel. And dance at the same time. <laughs> and dance, but you gonna what? You gonna be like, ah, oh, that's crazy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so you be like, oh my god, I'm, I, that's crazy. But yeah, um. Yeah, that is a that's crazy that you caught that too. Yeah, you really imbe- okay. I told you it was him. See you now. Sick. I had to put this. I had to like squeeze this in there. Okay. Um, it's at the end. It's not over. That part. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt going on. Just keep begging, begging, begging. So when you put this song out, it was at that time I like kind of stopped begging, but I was still begging at the same time. Mm. So when when you hit that part hit, I didn't really jot down any lyrics, but yeah. that it's not, not over. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, how I felt. But okay, what inspires sick? Uh, sick. Um, it's not the five year. It is the five. Oh, wow, damn. It is. So I I so J Rob sent me the beat. All right. And I was leaving. I was on the train, actually, heading to him. He sent me the beat early mm-hmm. in the day. And uh, we scheduled a time. And I said, okay, I'm on my way. And I said, I want to record this today. Sure. I wrote the song on the the, the train uh-huh. um, in New York on my way to his crib. Because we both lived in Brooklyn at the yeah. time. And I got off the train, took an Uber to his spot. And I recorded the song. And I invited one of my friends, Andre, who is also from Jacksonville, just like me. He lives in New York still, but he was in, he moved to New York a year after I did. But I asked him to come because I wanted him on a song. He's my friend. He's been my friend. He's been my homeboy for so long. We've been friends since we were in high school. And so I told him, I was like, just come, just come. I said, you already know how I am. I already have the lyrics written. I'll just tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. He he's a producer and a singer songwriter too. Yeah. And he came in and he did the ending with me. He helped me with the harmonies because again, I was like going through so much crap in my relationship. And I wrote it about my relationship. It's just so sick is just about like, you know, you you're you're tired. You're just really mm-hmm. tired. And the ending when I said, um, it's not over, 
I'm saying, I'm basically saying like, you're going to remember me. Like you're going mm. to know who I am. Even if we break up, you're going to, you're just, you're, you're just going to be sick too. You're going to be like, oh my God, what am I doing? And I say, it's not over. Yeah. Because I'm coming for you, but it's not me that's coming. It's something else. And oh. that's what, that's what it's sick not. was. It was, it's basically me being petty. <laughs> um, but it, that's what it was about. And just honestly, it's, it's, uh, it's resonated with so many different people, mm-hmm. especially when I sing it at my shows. They legit tell me like, "Sick is my thing." Yeah, yeah, sick is sick is good. Yeah, and yeah. they be like, "Sick is so sick." Like I like that, <laughs> and I'm like, "Right, ain't it? It's so sick." Now, when you come into the song, mm-hmm. it goes in and out again, hanging with the friend. Like, are you describing what that person was doing? Yes. Or was it? All right, all right. Yeah, all right. like you're hanging with your friends, but you ain't hanging with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm home. I am home. I just got off work. I need someone to massage my feet. But you want to be out and about, hanging with your friends and not worried about me. Yeah, that was me really being gotcha. petty. You're sick of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sick. Like, I'm so sick. But but I wrote, I put sick because, like, the relationship later on started to make me sick. Mm. It started to make the both of us sick. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that's why I wrote sick. And I named it sick. It wasn't even supposed to be called Sick. The the beat was called Sick, and oh, so I named that. the song Sick. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing that oh, it's still related. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, it's called Sick. Oh, it's my it's Sick. He had three eyes in the the Sick when he sent me the the stems for. It. He was like Sick. I was like, why you got three eyes? <laughs> but I just left it like that too. So that's that yeah, that's a good song. Thanks. Now next one, we all, I only got like two or three songs. Oh, two songs. Favorite lover. This is my favorite song of yours. Uh. It just has a whole vibe to it. I know when you perform it, you do it in a different version. Sometimes fast, sometimes slow. Yeah. Yeah. So, Favorite Lover is my favorite. Now, when I heard this song. Tell me I'm the one. Tell me I'm your favorite lover. goes back to childhood right oh wow <laughs> not even just my last my last relationship but childhood yeah just stupid stuff wanting to know like are you still the best one out of the bunch yeah yeah so when i heard favorite lover and you and you go tell me i'm the one tell me i'm your favorite lover back when i was a little kid i'm like so i'm still top on your list <laughs> i mean i like how you described that okay yeah so okay. now fast forward to me being an adult an adult break yeah. up you think about it, but you're not going to ask that. Yeah. So when I heard the song, it sparked like, I want to know if she still think, what she think about me. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sexually. If she still think, yeah. do, do she still consider me her favorite? Right, lover? right. I like that. I like how you put that. Um, the song, and I think I explained this during the tour. So, and I'm going to do what I do when I get on stage. So favorite mm-hmm. lover, you know, have you ever messed around with someone Mm -hmm. and this was before my five year Mm -hmm. and this was like after my previous all right so like a rebound (laughs) yeah yeah not even a rebound it's more like you know just you know i I wouldn't even call it a hoe phase all right i'm not i'm not that i'll be honest like 
I know sometimes online some people think I am or they be like, no, why, he's so innocent. Or <laughs> Devin, like, majority of them say that I'm very, very innocent. And, yeah. and I am. <laughs> but, but I have my days. Uh-huh. But at the time, I wouldn't really call it a whole phase. Everybody goes through their whole phase. Mm-hmm. But uh, mine, uh, I just hate that term. So mm-hmm. uh, favorite lover is just about like, I know you've had plenty of guys on your list. Mm-hmm. I just hope I'm at the top. Mm-hmm. So the way you explained it, like a kid, I'm yeah. just being an adult. You still have that kid mentality. Yeah, yeah. And you're not in class. You're actually in like yeah. world. You're yeah. doing adult <laughs> shit. And you have, this person has like six other people while you have six other people. But right, right. you want to be the main one. Yeah. That's what favorite lover is about. Favorite lover is about like, I just hope I'm the main one. Yeah. Cause I'm built to be somebody's boyfriend mm-hmm. or someone's or someone's husband, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not built to be messing around with everyone. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's just not me. I mean, if it gets down to it, you know, but nah, I can't because you already <laughs> you hear my music. I'm yeah. too emotional for that shit. <laughs> I'll be I'll like, see. what the I'm like, nah, you're supposed to be in love with me. Right, right. And as a cancer man, cancer men will all, well, majority of them that I know will say this. We just, we just, nah, we just too nice for that. We yeah, just, yeah. we're really nice. We cater and we do dope stuff. I mean, yeah, of course we have, we're, we could be crazy here and there. But <laughs> once you fall in love with us, there's no turning back for us. We just like, you're it just has to be just us. Really? So that's what yeah, yeah. That's what favorite lover is about. Yeah. Yeah. But me as a kid, I would ask. Adult, I'm not going to ask that. Right. I don't want to know. <laughs> like, but then if y'all, that. but no, like, not even about like asking. And like, you're you're going to ask, but you're going to ask in a way to be like, I know you, you know, yeah, you have yeah, your yeah. feels or whatever, but I hope. Am yeah. I your favorite? Like, am I not even like there? that? Just sneak it in there. Like, I hope I'm your favorite. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's funny. And she like, yeah. Just to gas me, probably. Just to gas you, but <laughs> that's what it is. Just yeah. All right. It's favorite, yeah. So favorite lover. That was that's what that's how I took that. So I like how you took it. That's the clean way. Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad because <laughs> that's how a lot of people take it, but yeah. no one knows the real story. It's just about. Just, and that's that's just whole. That's your thing. Yep. That's, yep. that's crazy how you could pen that on a paper and then put it out as a song. That's a talent, man. It's a talent. Cause yeah. I can never. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing. Calling. I think this is like your biggest record, is it? Um, I one of them. I think for me and good loving are the biggest. Good thing is the well, good thing is big. It is a big record. Yeah. It's a big record and it's it just started to spark now, um, even more. Oh yeah, congratulations too. Bryson Tiller yeah, yeah, sampled yeah. this. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. There's a story behind that, and I had to clear up a couple of people because you know when you're sampled on a song, you only get credits for writing. You don't yeah. get credits for f- featuring. So, which is dope. Like I don't mind. Wait, so they took the the other was that the um, a singles record, yeah, singles version, and with my uh, sample in his song because good thing was supposed to go on in the comfort of, but I was late, mm-hmm. and so. Sango was like, well, Devin, I'm going to just add you in the song anyway and have you as a sample. You're going to be one of the features. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, so dope. I was so excited. But he, I was basically just a sample in that song, which yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Like, it was really dope. And it's like almost like a stamp. Like, when you hear that I'm calling, yeah. you're just like, oh, wow, that's Devin. You know? Yeah. So it was really dope. But 
he I told him I was like, where's the other version? So Sango sent me the other version to the song, which was good thing. And mm-hmm. it was really dope. Him and Esther did it. Yeah. Um, Esther's dope. Yeah, yeah, Esther's incredible. Um, but they collaborated on the track and then um they mixed it. Uh Marvel actually mixed it. Mm-hmm. Great engineer, great producer, dope individual. Uh he mixed it and yeah, good thing has been doing a good thing. He's yeah. been doing he's been doing <laughs> his thing, you know. So, so wait, yeah. so you, do you get at least some credit from the Bryson Silla? Yeah, of course. Like all, all of us all of us get the same credit because we're all part of the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's everybody that, listed on that song? Yep. It's like a hundred months. <laughs> yeah, we're all part of the same. Either it be it could be the it can actually be the writing. Yeah. Um the vocals, the harmonies. Damn, um, it's crazy you hear, how that works. right. Yeah. It's crazy how it works, but it's really, really incredible. It's really dope. Um, all the artists that were on the song um, are great artists. Yeah. They're really dope. The song is fire. Yeah, it is. But in the beginning, like, it's it's crazy because you can hear me in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. I'm just like, my voice has been altered, but you can actually hear me in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, with the I'm calling part. So it's it's really cool. Like, I'll, I listen to it often, and I listen to it so much to a point where I forget that I'm on the song. Because his al- <laughs> Bryson Tiller's album is really good. Yeah. It's really good. His new album, Anniversary, is really good. Yeah. And uh, I listen to it. And I'd be like, oh, I forgot. That's, That's how me. they flipped it. Yeah. Because I was like, I heard this before. Then I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that song, um, Good Thing. Good Thing's almost like Favorite Lover. Wait, it's that's just, the one to say. Yeah. You, you, it's a reference in that song. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's the, it's the same thing as favorite lover. Yeah, tell me I'm still what you like. I hope it's a good thing. Do you believe you have room? That part. Do you believe you have room for for me? You're like right. Fit me into your schedule. Fit me into your life. Yeah, I just so, want to be there. I don't care if we're friends. That's how I was. When right. I was. I like, gave I, up. <laughs> I was like, I believe. I really do believe I have room because, mm-hmm. like, I just hope I'm a good thing. So this favorite lover was before the relationship. Yeah. Good thing is right, right after, like, oh, okay, you, we're not together. Like, you broke up with me. Mm-hmm. I just hope that you realize that I was a good thing right. for you. Yeah. Such a country way of doing it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was, I was a good thing. You know, I was just a good thing for you. Like, I know you like me. I know I'm still what you right. like. And usually, majority of the time, 99% of the time, when you break up with your other person, mm-hmm. The, you're the person that they're still used to, especially after a long time. So, yeah. So I naturally knew for the both of us, I was like, I know you miss me because I miss you. Right. I know. And that's you the thing. My so, ex would say it, but yeah. she's like, but what I'm I not did, act on it. yeah, it's because I, I messed up the relationship, mm. and but due to what I did, her family was involved. Mm. She couldn't come back. She felt like she couldn't come back. Ah, uh, but she'll say, bit, yeah. Damn, I missed when we did this. Damn, I missed when we did that. So I knew we could have worked something out, but her yeah. mother was involved. Ah, oh, dang it. No. <laughs> Usually when the mother's involved. Yeah. You know, I, shout out to moms. I love them. But sometimes y'all just need to sit down. <laughs> sometimes. But uh, nah. No, I understand. Um, yeah. But that's what good thing was. And it's like you just said, like you remember everything mm-hmm. and. Dang, like, remember when we used to do this? Like, yeah. use again, usually you're the person that they think about right at the end of the day. That sparks that memory, yeah. Yeah, it sparks it. So that's why I was like, it's a, you're a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Tell me you're still what you like. I hope it's a good thing. I do believe you have room. Do you still want me? Tell me I'm still what you like. I hope it's a good thing. I do believe you have room. Do you still want me? Am I still your favorite lover? Cause you're in my heart. I know I'm in your heart. And this is all a disaster. Cause we fell apart. Wanna know? I just wanna know. I'm still what you like. I hope it's a good thing. In your verse one, it says, Am I still your favorite lover? You go back to that. You're in my heart. It says, I know you're in my heart. Because it's all a disaster. We fell apart. I just want to know. And it goes back to the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's how that my whole relationship, my, my relationship was a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you caught that. Yeah. Because uh, it is reference to Favorite Lover. Because when I, when I was writing it, I was thinking about Favorite Lover. I was just like, dang, we came this far like mm-hmm. from when I wanted to be the one. I was the one now. I'm mm-hmm. not that one anymore, but I'm still a good thing to you. Right, right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I, however you can pin that, you write all your music? Yeah. No help? No, I write no. all my music. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Like, do you do it the old school way where it's like notebook? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> really? I do. Um, so you be in the booth with the notebook? like? <laughs> I, I, Not anymore. I use my phone now. Yeah. Um, but... Some of the song like "That's Not Us," I wrote in a notebook. Mm-hmm. "Loving You," I wrote in a notebook. Man. "Good, uh, Good Loving," I wrote it in yeah. a notebook. Make sure and you keep that notebook. No, it's still there. Yeah. And then "Favorite Lover," I wrote half of it in a notebook. And I was I like, "What am phone. I doing?" That's when it changed. That's when it changed to like writing in my notes in my phone. Gotcha. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, nah, we can't do this today." Because <laughs> I like, know notebooks. We're gonna go right ahead and use my phone. And what is your style of like? Sing. Do you memorize the whole song and then go into the booth, or do you just read off the paper, or off the notes? Um, majority of the time, I remember the songs because of melodies. Gotcha. I have like melodies that play in my head every so well all the time, and so when I go to the studio, the melodies hit, and um, as it like it's on my tracks. I said this yesterday. On my tracks, I usually just uh ride the beat. So as I ride yeah, the beat, yeah. it just helps. It's like it's my own version of click click tracks so i just be like oh this is me yeah like the way it, the way it just rides i be like oh uh, uh, yeah yeah uh, a like, lot of artists don't do that <laughs> well, <you laughs> said a lot of artists don't a lot do of r&b artists don't ride the beat anymore they they sing however they want to sing and then... well sometimes it's um the only reason why they do that because either they're trying to switch it up trying to give a different style or they just some people don't know how to Not ride the beat yeah, like they yeah. just have to sing off of it but then kind of make it flow and make it make yeah. sense and that's also a different style of singing not a lot of people can do that right because um, you like, find melodies i'm like ah i like this one it, it especially when you do it live because you find a whole different melody to the same song that we all know like we we'll sit there we you know, the beat will come on you'll be like all right we're gonna sing along to it but you what? All right, just let him sing because he got this whole different version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like uh, I learned that from so many. I learned that version from my one of my favorite artists. Uh, Shoot, two of my favorite artists. Yeah, Michael Jackson used to do that. I'm yeah, Dirty Michael Diana. Jackson. I'm like, why are you singing it like that? Yeah, Janet. <laughs> Janet used to do that too. And then I learned that Lady Gaga does that whenever she sings live. She explained that she does that live because she plays. She plays instruments. Mm-hmm. She listens. And then Let Us See. Does that? 
she uh, changed the whole song up melody yeah wise, when like, she's singing live i remember looking at her interview and she said that she was just like you know when i sing live like i just change it up like yeah. you know i tell my band we're gonna sing it like this today because it, it you don't want to keep singing it and that's for me I don't want to keep singing it the same way the track is sometimes because it gets boring for mm-hmm. me and I'm mm-hmm. not going to enjoy the show myself. Gotcha, like, gotcha. I'm like, y'all enjoying it, but you're going to be like, what's wrong with him? I'm like, I'm tired of singing it like this. Even Amy Winehouse said that one time, mm-hmm. switching it up and just doing it. So That's cool. That's cool. So when I sing it live, like people can sing along. I don't mind if people sing along, but I'll be looking at myself like, y'all can sing along, but just mm. know I'm going to change it up just a little bit. <laughs> I want y'all to feel. And guess what? Y'all leave, but like I felt everything yeah. you know that's dope that's dope now to where you are now mm-hmm. I, I was it was like a few months ago or the be- beginning of the pandemic you was on chelsea denise's live mm. and you played some new songs yeah now these new songs is more heartbreak more <laughs> it's, it's, it's like uh you play like two or three songs and it was dealing with like a past relationship mm-hmm. so i'm like this could this could be like the soundtrack to my my podcast I'm like, I can't wait to get them on now so we can even talk about that. Like, this is all inspired by the five-year relationship again. Uh, Kind of like, yeah, just pouring out the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like getting rid of the rest of it so I can move on. Yeah. You play like three records and it was some more heartbreak, some more relating. But now I'm over I'm over the, my, my past relationship. Yeah. So I can't relate no more. <laughs> yeah. So I would say these next songs... That are about to release the the ones that I played on her uh, on her live. Mm-hmm. You already heard easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy's easy was like that. And then my next song that I'm releasing soon, um, bef- after the video is called I call it NLM, and NLM. it's uh, NLM is a abbreviation for nigga like me. All right. <laughs> and so, uh, it's uh, it's kind of like. Good thing, but on another level. All right. And I changed up a lot of things lyrically. So, yeah, it's like more heartbreak, but it cuts a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Like, Easy was just a spark. But then the next couple of tracks, they're not sad or depressing. Mm-hmm. But they're just more storytelling. Yeah, yeah. But they cut a little deeper, and you can actually hear and feel. And you will, like, I want people to be like, oh, man, wow. Like, I'm mad with you. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that but it's like it's a it's really a whole different type of emotion like i I listen to it often just to see what i can do better but they all sound really good someone Mm -hmm. said they compared it to like uh what's her name jesse reyes or Mm -hmm, daniel mm -hmm. caesar um like at that you played the intro the intro was like it's good it's very good yeah the Uh, intro to the the, the project is uh, really good. It's called Personal. Yeah, yeah. And the name of the project, you're going to be the first to know. You guys are the first to know. It's called <laughs> Don't Take It Personal. And Don't Take, Don't it, personal. take it Personal. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of <clears throat> like clo- a closing chapter, like the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, and it basically just expresses just how I felt after, especially during a pandemic. Because yeah, yeah, it just yeah. happened. So, yeah. It happened, and uh, after the pandemic, like, I'm fine. I'm over the relationship. I feel a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I listen to the songs now. I'm like, dang, all right. All right, Devin, you are really upset. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, you in that, and I had to name it Don't Take It Personal because my ex is going to hear it. Mm-hmm. It may feel away, may not feel away. Who knows? 
Are y'all in still in communication or no? At all? Mm-mm. Do you think that can be a thing? That could be cool again? Probably five years. They also said the amount of years that you've been with the person, it takes half the year for you Shit. to actually get over it. Because you may think that you're over it, but then you have triggers. Yeah. Yeah. You have moments. Even when you have a fling or when you have frivolous encounters here and there, mm-hmm. you are going to still have that feeling. They're going to be in the back of your head naturally. Right, right. You're not going to forget. They're like the stamp, especially if they're with you for five years. Right, right. But you'll be okay. You'll be fine. That's, yeah, that half of the year? <laughs> they say half time. of it. It is. It's yeah. a long time. But then you'll realize it, it's going to fly. Like, it's already been a year mm-hmm. for me, you know? And so I'm I'm good, but you know you have your triggering moments. Not realizing it's triggering moments. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of my other friends, he's he was in a relationship. He just got out of a relationship, like probably like two years ago. No, a, a year and a half ago. He's with this person for the same amount of time. And he just got over. So it's just like man, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you just yeah. it takes takes some time, and he still has triggers. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he goes to therapy. We every black guy needs to go to therapy. I would suggest, but yeah, the intro is called personal. Personal, yeah. and it's the first time I've ever done a track like that. It's very yeah, beautiful. guitars in it. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. I, I, as I remember, it sounds very pretty. It just yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. Really pretty. Um, I had Tryon hear it. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was like, uh, he was like, wow, that was very beautiful. That was really, yeah. really beautiful. I was like, thanks. Like vocal, it shows like vocal performance. But also shows like writing, and I didn't even write that. I freestyled that, oh, and wow. then I just added the harmonies behind it because the engineer was like, "Yo, just it add needs something. <laughs> yeah, it needs something. Just this by itself. Come on." So I did that, and it just sounds really pretty. That's good. That's good, man. I can't wait for it because it's been a while. We need some Devin Tracy. We need some Devin Tracy. Nah, it's coming. Videos is coming too. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited. Easy music video is going to probably be coming out in the next week and a half. That's good. And dope, then dope, dope. after that, my new song, NLM, that I'm really, really, I'm nervous about this song. Why? Because the lyrics, the way I wrote it, I outword the intro, be like, so the intro is like letting you know what it feel like because i do condone with the nigga like me holding mm. me close what it feel like get it together treat me baby you're so sweet you were the one that let me get away you can't take me back because you don't trust me i call the feds but they look for me get me together now do you really really want me you can take one and fool the team. I already know how to beat sound. Because you could have been with a nigga like me. I can be all that you need. Now you lease on by eyes. Oh, yeah. Man. And got like a groovy beat going to it. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice real groovy. little drum pattern. I already know. Look at you. Nice little drum. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I love the beat. Yeah. The beat. Rio produced this. And, uh. It's incredible, actually. I played it for a couple of people, mm-hmm. and they said two things. They said they said this is a vibey and dope ass song, but they said the lyrics. They said your lyrics are the is the thing that's kind of taken off in this song a lot. Yeah, yeah. And they said your you gave a vocal performance, but you also gave a vibey vocal performance, like I usually do. Yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, this song, I actually like this song. I really do. I can't wait until you guys hear it, but I'm also nervous because I don't use the N-word like that often. <laughs> but when I wrote it, I was so like, I was depressed. I was so mad. And it was a pandemic going on. I was like, what is going on with life? What is going on? So when yeah. I wrote it, that's when it happened. But what, people like that song. Yeah. What has your healing process been this past? Ooh, um, My healing process... I've been, um, it, especially during the pandemic, it's been, um, it was stressful. <laughs> yeah. Cause, uh, I don't know if you noticed, I moved from New York to LA in March, March 1st. Oh, dang. That was right. Right. Yeah. And my healing process, my ex just dropped me off. And, I legit got on a plane. I left to LA mm -hmm. thinking that we were going to work something out with me being here, but it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And then it's like almost as if like I had to go heal again. Yeah. Like, especially during a pandemic, you know, like You're I was, alone. yeah, I was in LA and then I was staying with a friend of mine. Bless her heart. I love her to death, but you know, she's a female and you know, you're and she was in a studio. And so, I wanted to give her space, so we both agreed that mm. I was only supposed to be there for a month. Yeah, I was at her place for a month, and then I said, you know what, Like, since I'm here and there's a pandemic, I don't think it's not safe for me to leave, but in order to give each other space, like uh, we both just agreed that I book an Airbnb. So I booked like three different Airbnbs in April, and then I went home in May, May 1st. Mm. I went home, spent time with my family. And that helped my healing process even faster. Yeah. Being around family, talking yeah. to my older sister. I stayed with my older sister. I was a little away from my mom because I didn't want to like, you know, if I had it or whatever. Thank God I didn't. But she, um, my older sister took care of me. Shout out to my older sister, Takara. She took care of me. And I helped her with my niece, her daughter, mm -hmm. and my nephew, who's a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And I helped her with her two dogs. And then what helped my healing process even faster, I finally got my own place gotcha. for the first time ever um, here in L.A. And then then um, my sister asked me, she was like, Devin, I think we can drive across the country because she was in the military. What? So we drove across the country because they stationed her in Tacoma, Washington. All right. So yeah. we drove all the way from Jacksonville, Florida to. What was that like? It poor, was poor a car. It, so no, nah, <laughs> so we both we were in three different cars. All right, all right. So you rent. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. She had she actually had three different cars. The baby's father Ooh. was with her and helped her move her stuff. All right. The military came in and picked all her stuff up from the house because they do that when they're like when they're placing you somewhere they kind of put all your gotcha. stuff in like a truck, mm -hmm. like a big ass truck, and then they ship it before you get there. They take it like a semi truck, and they they came parked in front of the yard and they packed up all her stuff for mm -hmm. her and then they shipped her stuff uh, a couple of weeks before two weeks before she left yeah or a week before she left and then they put in storage and so we got we hopped on the road i was in a car by myself blasting music it took us about a week and a half to get a week and a half because we stayed she had to be stationed in north carolina <clears throat> for a couple of days and then we drove from north carolina and we just kept driving and then we stopped she said she wanted to stop at major cities yeah yeah I would do the same thing. She stopped at major cities so she could pick up like souvenirs mm -hmm. and like just certain things that she wanted to take back with her in her house when she gets to yeah. uh, Seattle. Man. So it was, it was really cool. And that also helped my healing process to move even faster. 
And then I helped her with the dogs. I helped her with everything, which was really cool. It was a lot, but it was really cool because we got to like sightsee. Yeah. And we did what our father used to do when he was like traveling all the time. Because my dad was in the Air Force. Yeah. That's dope. So he used to travel. My dad used to love traveling. Um, But yeah, uh, that's that. All of those things kind of help with my healing process. That's good. That's good. And I moved into my place. I flew out from Seattle, moved into my apartment, got all of my belongings, Mm -hmm. and I felt really good. And I said, this is great. It's a new start. It's a new start, for real. Yeah. And you've been doing some singing here and there. Mm -hmm. So it's not like a a big drag that there's no live shows, there's no parties and things like that you can sing. Yeah. So you do these little intimate shows. I watched them on was Colors and um, Soul, soul how do you say it? Soul Election? Yeah, Soul Election. Soul Election. All right. Mm-hmm. I be saying Soul Election. <laughs> soul Election. <laughs> it's called Soul Election. I remember I seen Duran. Shout out to Duran. I love Duran. Um, Duran, um, he sung at the Selection Sundays. Yeah. And he said, he said, all right. Uh, what did he say? Not so much. He said, soul selection. <laughs> soul, said, yeah. It's... I said, and everybody bust out laughing. <laughs> I was, and I was soul like, election. Yeah. yeah, it was, it's soul election. But he said, soul selection. How y'all feeling? <laughs> I was like, oh. But no, it was funny. It was funny. Yeah. But he's dope. For somebody, these are the questions I always ask, every guest. For somebody going through a heartbreak or a breakup, what is some advice you would give them? Um, Just keep going. Yeah. Don't stop. Um, and it's not going to last like a lot of things. Clearly the relationship didn't. So, mm-hmm. you know, this emotion that you have for, um, the relationship isn't either. So yeah. just know that it will pass. It'll, this too shall pass. It'll right. be okay. And, um, just know that you'll be fine. People used to tell me that after I broke up with my ex, after we stopped talking and people were just like, People were, and it's so weird. And I said this, uh, I said this before. I was like, I told one of my friends, I was like, I just don't understand. I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, I hate heartbreaks. And she looks at me, my old roommate in, yeah. in Brooklyn. She said, Devin, you'll be fine. And I was like, why are you talking so calmly? It feels like someone is stabbing me so many times. I was like, this is dumb. And she said, she's like, nah, you'll be fine. It's going to be okay. And you don't see it. Like, it, yeah. it's so ugly. But- when you're going through something, you don't see this, the the light at the end of the tunnel just yet. You don't see it because yeah. you're so in the dark and just heartbroken. But they see it for you. Yeah. And that's basically the light. That's basically the light telling you like, hey, you'll be fine. And eventually you'll be okay. You don't know when. So I worked. I was like, Devin, you have to figure out. Like I was going through my breakup during my residency at Come On Everybody in Brooklyn. Yeah, I used to go to those. Yeah, and I was going through my breakup then. It was the worst. Like imagine... Going through a breakup, you have to, like, plan stuff. Right, right. It's ugly. It's like, what? Like, I'm heartbroken. My ex is being ridiculous. And and I'm over here trying to get up on this stage and sing to you guys. This is annoying. (laughs) Not not singing, but no, just the whole, like, thing. Like, I love to sing. Don't get me wrong. And I love putting the shows together. But when you put a show together and you're heartbroken that's that's like that's like you're rubbing your foot up against some heated concrete like you're just like (laughs) i am dying this is dumb and that's what it felt like each and every time i did the residency it was crazy but um 
but you would never notice that you have so much energy your drummer's over there killing it drummer was yeah. killing it <laughs> yeah shout out to d howard that yeah, man he was, was nice. killing it nah that was painful <laughs> it was painful but you gotta know when to put on your strong face as jill yeah, scott yeah, yeah. as jill scott would say you know just put on my strong face yeah and so that's what I did each and every night. I was like, all right, Devin, you got to put on put on a strong face. You ain't no girl. You don't wear makeup neither. Like, uh-uh. Like, you got to get up on the stage. You got to do, do your shit. Yeah. And so I'll be walking up on that line. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey. How y'all feeling tonight? Uh. But what made it easier as well was, again, the songs that I sung were about yeah, my yeah. relationship. And it's weird because I felt like I wrote my future. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, so all the songs I sung that night were like, yeah, you feel it, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you just line them right up. Yep. yep. Um, biggest lesson learned from these past relationships, and what are you going to do differently? Um, Not to be as petty. Um, Well, maybe not. Maybe I can still do that. To teach a lesson. No, but um, to be... To communicate better. Communicate, yeah. Because, you know... That's, that's you, the biggest thing. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing for me was just to communicate a little better and to... And to... Well, that's kind of it. Like, oh, um, I thought I thought about this yesterday. To communicate better, but also um, take your time. Pace yourself. Yeah. Um, don't rush into anything. I had to learn that yesterday, actually. Don't rush yourself into anything, because when you rush it, you're going to get your feelings hurt. Yeah, that is true. That so is you fact. just pace yourself, be patient, know yourself, and listen to yourself. Because after my breakup, I can actually hear myself now. Mm. So, yeah. That's good. And I always ask a song you would dedicate to your ex. I don't know. Off the top, you can think of one. <laughs> I give a questionnaire out. To my guests. I didn't give you that questionnaire. So um, off the top, if you could dedicate a song to your ex, what would it be? Uh Leanne Lahavis Lost and Found. Leon La Leanne Lahavis. Leanne Lahavis. Lost, Lost and, found. and Found. Why that song? Uh because the chorus. The chorus, like, no one's playing victim. But whenever I hear this song, I I think of my ex. Um, actually, scratch that. Not even, it's two songs, but this one is from Corinne Bailey Ray. All right. Um, which one was it? It was uh, I'll Do It All Again. Corinne Bailey Ray, I'll Do It All Again. All right. I'll mm -hmm. listen to that one because I never heard that one. You never heard no. that one? It's off her second album. You know, on the second album, after her husband died, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. she wrote that whole album about him and she was like, I'll do it all over again. The, right, the so beginning of the song. Out. And the video is like deep as fuck. Like it's so good. Damn, video too? Yeah. Like <laughs> in the video, she wakes up every day repeating the same thing. Nothing mm -hmm. changes. And she's just basically saying like, I'll do it all over. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Wake up with you in the morning, go for a walk. But he's not there because, you know, he's passed yeah. away. But Man, she says, I'll deep. do it. Yeah, it's deep. Yeah. So I dedicate that song to my ex. Like, I'll do it all over again. Mm -hmm. Like if like. Not now, not who I am today. Yeah. But 
if I were to go on my past, I'll do it all over again because we've had moments where we have fun. We played yeah, video yeah, games, we yeah. smoked, we yeah. we went to concerts together. We did so many different things. So I'll do it all over again. But not right now, no. <laughs> so not right now, no. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enjoy life. Yeah. I'm enjoying life, single and not doing anything and just living my life, you know? That's good, yeah. You got to be out. You got to be out there. Right. <laughs> right. Where can people find you? Oh, before you get to that, how did you feel about your blue check? Oh, wow. Uh, that blue check was uh, it was random. I woke up one morning. I was still on the road with my sister and we stayed. We, it was in North Carolina. And I woke up one morning and I said, oh, my God, sister, I got verified. Like we were <laughs> sleeping in the same bed together like we used to do when, I was, when we were little. Because yeah. I used to be afraid of the dark. So I slept in a bed with her. And I said, she's like, could you sleep with me, brother? It's like, sure. And so we slept in a bed. And I woke up one morning. I was like, look. And she started screaming, jumping up and down. And <laughs> it just, I, I don't feel any different. It just, it just, I just feel like me. I just feel normal. So has it like, changed any? Like people take you serious now? People. Well, yeah, it has. People take me serious. But people actually like, it's weird. Like if you don't, it's so so crazy how social media works in that blue check. Like, I wasn't expecting <laughs> that blue check to do all of these things. Like, being verified will open up doors or will give you, like, opportunities. But, you know, all the people that I paid attention to or that I used to hit up, I'm going to say it now. They saying something now. And I'm like, hey. That's and they're funny. like, hey. <laughs> so a I'm damn just, blue check. You see this? Right. That's but it's also, it's also positive attention that I've been getting a lot That's lately. Good. Not yeah, negative. Yeah. A lot of positive. A lot of people are saying, like, I want to, I wanna like, help you with this. Or I want to do this with you. Because, mm. you know, majority of my, my things that I post or everything that I do are because of, like, everything that I've built. Yeah, like, yeah, all, yeah. The, all that you see on social media is all the things that I've built myself. Either it be something small or be yeah. something that's like big. Everything I've done, I've created because of intention, because of good intentions, is because of like my connects with who I got in contact with, and then it kind of just spread. Not everybody's gotcha. like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Uh, so want to be able to provide. It's almost like a blessing in, yeah, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. So you're being recognized. That's 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 the that's what you want. Yeah. So that's good. Where can people find you? It's Devin Tracy. I know that. But is there <laughs> other places that you want to put out there? Uh, There is Instagram, of course. There's SoundCloud. You can go on iTunes, type in Devin Tracy. I also have a, uh Apple Music account to where I create playlists. Oh, dope. So playlists of like what I feel or what I listen to when I'm working yeah. out or what I listen to when I'm driving or what I listen to. Before bed, I like a lot of house music, mm-hmm. old school house like Dennis Ferrer or uh, Osanade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Monique Bingham. Like you'll discover all those different house artists. Um, but yeah, I have that. And then there is Twitter, Devin Tracy, of course. Um, and then there is my Lieutenant Tracy page. <laughs> what um, is that? <laughs> so Lieutenant Tracy. Is you know I used to do general photos, so oh yes, I love those. So I forgot about that. I have a uh, art page, and my art page is the it's lt dot yeah Devin Tracy. Those are dope. When yeah. you was yeah more super hot one. Everybody got one. Um, how do you do that? Because it looks like it's oil. Were you doing it on a computer? I do no. I so the secret to it is I do it on my phone. 
what? everything I've been doing was on my phone. Even I do the, everything on my phone too. So even yeah, even the hoodies and like the t-shirts. What? Uh, two years ago, three years ago, I used to do everything from my phone. Um, even like the floor photos, I did all that from my phone. It was just for like shits and giggle, and then yeah, it kind of yeah. just blew up out of nowhere. Man. And um, and I started to create shirts with that from my phone, then started to get it shipped to me and like shipping it out to fans and friends, mm-hmm. so people can like you know wear it and they'll buy it and it was just incredible so i'm gonna get back to doing yeah i'm about to say bring those back no they're they're coming yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna bring those back really soon with the rose in your hair and everything that's yeah it was really cool so (laughs) my hair is a different color it's not it's still blonde but i changed it purple last night well violet so it's like black but purple black (laughs) so it's really it's really cool uh but yeah i'm gonna get back to it soon i'm supposed to be working with someone but i'm gonna get back to it very very soon well, it's been over an hour. It was nice having you on the show. Thanks for having me. We got through me. a lot. Yeah. What, um, last question, what is something that people don't know much about you? I mean, don't know about you? That I burp a lot. Hey, you haven't burped that much. I'm very gassy. That's because I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I didn't eat too much. All right, all right. And I didn't want to eat too much because yeah, yeah. I didn't want to burp You do those this. big, loud burps? <sighs> yeah. Oh, man. My dad used to hate that. Yeah. My dad used to be like, when he was alive, he used to be like, can y'all stop doing that? Devin, could you stop doing that? Yeah. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, he was like, it's rude in public and it's just nasty. And me and all my siblings do it. Don't mean to call out my siblings, but we all do it. It's so bad. That's crazy. It's so, even my sisters, like, they're so pretty and pretty girls. (laughs) And then when they burp, sorry. And I'm like, ew. Mm -mm. And they were like, Devin, you do it too? I'm like, but yeah, um, that's one thing that people don't know is that Man. I burp. I'm just a gassy being. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great having you on the show. Thanks for having me. Finally, finally. Because I I told you, I, I wrote a list of people that I want on my show. And I was like, you was number two. So it's ah, good. Great, nice. great, great getting this done. I appreciate you for having me. What am I? Am I not number two now still? I'm Shoot, like, you're like number, it's, it's going to be like in the 50s. <laughs> ah, dang. Hopefully it's Maybe 52. 40s, 50s, yeah. 42, 52, one of those. <laughs> But thank you, and that's been Views of an X.